Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. We are officially into week number 20 for the year. Okay, now, my main objective here is to invest in quality dividend stock companies to attain a safe, secure, predictable, and consistent 1% return per week. By doing that, I use pre-qualified dividend stocks. Now, these companies have been around for quite a while. I don't do anything new. I don't do anything fancy. Most of these companies are more than 50 years old, kind of on the boring side, just get a minor 1% per week. But that 1% per week comes to over 65% per year compounded, and we've been averaging over 1% per week. Now, lately, with the downturn in the market, we're getting just a smidge under 1% per week. But hey, we're still collecting premiums and we're still collecting dividends and the account is still growing. It's not going backwards. It's not staying stagnant, but it is growing. Anyway, let's see where we are. Let's see where we're going and let's see who is on the list for this week. Now, we carried over some from last week. Let me just go over those first. That's what we always do first thing Monday. We go over the companies that we brought over from the previous week. Now, we got some Bank of America, BAC. BAC happens to be the largest holder of bank-owned life insurance. Now, if you don't understand what that is, you might want to do a little bit of research. Why are banks and corporations buying life insurance policies? And... How much money do they have invested into their life insurance policies? Bank of America has billions upon billions. Anyway, <clears throat> another reason why I'm into Bank of America is because the stock price is less than the book value. Or it's very close, one or the other. Um now, you will find that anytime I have extra money and I have no trades coming up, I will dump money into one of these companies that the book value is higher than the stock price. Okay, And they have something else going on in the background. Bank of America, the stock price, book, book value, just about the same. And they have billions upon billions in life insurance policies specifically to retain some of their value. All right, so let's get down to the last 30 days for Bank of America so we can get this ball rolling because today is Monday, the beginning of week number 20 for the year. We're actually into the second quarter, and I believe it will be week number seven of the second quarter because it's 13 weeks and a quarter. All right, so Bank of America has a 30-day high of 30.93. And a it looks like a triple bottom at the 2688 area. Um, you know, Thursday, Friday, it was both right around the, the, at that same area. And then last Thursday, this looks like a pretty good solid bottom. Three bottoms here. Now, I don't know if it's worthy of getting into more Bank of America, which is I probably might end up doing. Anyway, it'll lower my cost basis allow me to maybe get rid of some of the other ones, but I really don't care for that. But 
Let's just move on. What do we have for seasonality for Bank of America this time of year anyway? Let's quickly take a look at that. Now, seasonality, if you remember, is taking one chart and dumping it on top of another, on top of another, on top of another for 20, for 10 years consecutively. I even have the option of doing it for 20 years. But right now, I have it set at, I believe, 10 years. But let's look at the 20 years just for the fun of it. Even 20 years, we have a down scenario with Bank of America right for the next, for for this week. And apparently it's going to stop there and just go sideways for a little bit. So accumulating more Bank of America might not be the greatest of ideas. Might be for the beginning of next week. I'll have to keep that in mind. All right. Um, so we are going to make a trade on Bank of America because right now the last was at 2709 let's do the 28s all right we're going to do the 28s hold on a second let's go back to the um, regular chart here yeah, the 28s look not far enough. But you know what? Let's just take a take a shot at it, see what happens. Alright. That one's off to the races. Next on the list would be Intel. INTC. INTC. There we go. Intel. We got a 30-day high at 32.64 and a 30-day low at 28.51. Now, we're into uh, Intel at 32.28 and currently it's sitting at 29. Now, the 32s are just about worthless, so are the 31 and halves, the 31s. I go for the 31s, why not? Not a whole heck of a lot of money there. All right, well, we get two, um, two orders at the moment. We're gonna sell 10 contracts of INTC, 19 May 23, that's this Friday. We're gonna sell a 31 call at the market, and then we're gonna sell 20 contracts of BAC. 19 May 23 that's the weekly actually that's the monthly option because the uh, it is the third Friday of the month this Friday <clears throat> we're going to sell the 28 call at the market to open now we've got a little bit of money to play with so who is on our list for today okay so we have two dividend kings on the list for this week GPC with the, which is a monthly option stock which we could do now they get an 89 or 90 cent um, dividend coming up at the beginning of next month and Pepsi has a dollar 15 
dividend coming in at the end of the month. Now let's take a quick look at GPC. GPC, because the option is expiring this week. All right, let's go back to the very beginning. Okay, GPC last year at this time, 52 weeks ago today, 135.76. Okay, went sideways for a little bit, coming up with the bottom at around 126.40. Now, that's the bottom of the year, and that was last May. Okay, now she shoots up and finds a high of the year at 187.73. You get your profit taking settlement and secure and you know, settled back into area 162 to 170 the last 30 days. <clears throat> the last 30 days, we got a 30 day low, which was three weeks ago at 163.05. Now, we got the 30 day high, which was last Wednesday. At 174.91. Now, from the 30 day high, we've had three down days in a row. Before jumping into GPC, I would suggest looking for some kind of um, security, some kind of a bottom. What they call that support. You know? So we have no support yet because you're profit taking, and who knows how long that profit taking is going to be. Granted, it's not that much for the last 30 days from 163 to 174. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. They got the dividend coming up in two weeks. It is GPC. They are probably um, the longest continuous increase in dividends for over 60 years, I believe. All right. That's neither here nor there. Oh, and seasonality for GPC. Let's quickly look at that. <clears throat> perfectly flat. Wow. Love perfectly fat for what they call covered calls, spreads. Um, there's a couple other interesting uh, trades. I like to stick with the simple stuff. Simple, easy, quick. You know, I'm just looking for that 1%. I don't want to sit in front of my computer longer than I have to because I have other things I prefer to do. All right, let's quickly look at Pepsi. P-E-P, P-E-P, Pepsi, the number two soda. Ooh, now this makes me very uncomfortable looking at this one-year chart. A year ago today, they're at 174.72. Okay. Within about a month or so, they found their bottom at 154.86. Jumped up between a trading range of 165 and 185 and traveled all the way that way until April, the beginning of April of this year. From there, finally broke out. And in the last 30 days, this thing has seen a 30-day low of 182.92. Now this, my friends, has to be one of the most perfect escalations I have seen in a long time. 30-day period from a month ago today, which was April 14th, till Friday, May 12th, that's basically 30 days because today is the 15th. We are at 196.12. So 30 days ago, you have your 30 day low. And on Friday, the last trade was the 30 day high. And the degree, it looks like it's got to be more than a 45% grade. I mean, this is like beautiful escalation. But where does Pepsi normally go this time of year? 
It usually goes dead flat sideways. All righty. <clears throat> okay, so dead flat sideways is you know not that bad of a thing to look at. And um, I'm going to say, personally for me, I'm going to say no. And the reason why I'm going to say no, because even if this thing continues to go up, it's at a 30-day high. Okay, and you have beautiful escalation from 30 days ago to where it is today. It looks absolutely freaking fabulous. But here's the, thought, here's the question. Can it continue at this pace? You're looking to uh, navigate new area. Okay, you're looking for a high, which it hasn't been this high since, oh, who knows when. Hold on a second. At all in the last 52 weeks. It is at a 52-week high and expect to go higher. No, um, it's it's not for me. Sorry, I'm terribly sorry. Okay, so that's it for the dividend kings. So what we look at now is going to be what is on Warren Buffett's list. And the only thing on Warren Buffett's list is Bank of America. Okay, so we did the dividend kings. We did, did Warren Buffett's list. Now we're going to go jump in and take a look at our other account. Okay. Now, Caterpillar, C-A-T. Remember, we got a couple shares of Caterpillar, and we want to be able to turn a profit on them. So the last 30 days for Caterpillar. Here we go. The last 30 days for Caterpillar, we've got a 227.50 high. Uh, that was about 30 days ago, and we have a low at 204. We're sitting at 209 at the moment, and it seems to have a new, you know, bottom of the 208 area. So I am going to try and sell a couple of shares of this. A Caterpillar C18 number. Remember, we're into Caterpillar at 230, but the 230s are basically worthless. So I'm going to look at the 215s. Yeah. Let's do that. We're going to do the 215s at the market to open. Well, imagine that. All right, so that one is off to the races. We're going to sell to CAT. Um, let's go back to where it is. 2CAT, uh, 19 May 23, the 215 call at the market to open. Now, hypothetically speaking, um, that should be just fine and dandy. And one more count. Ford, my favorite. All right, let's oh, quickly take a look at Ford. Ford, this thing is like beautifully going sideways. And this is what you call a pennant. Ooh, if you know what a pennant looks like, take a look at the one-year chart. Okay, so you have your low at $10.91 area. And it hits it like one, two three times you go up just a tiny bit more and it hits it um the 11 18 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 times over the year so you get a pretty good support at the 11 dollar area now you get the the 52 week high which was in last august at 16 68 now from there the highs have been steadily going down 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 to create this pennant and this thing is sitting the last 30 days. Hold on a second. And there it is right there. The last 30 days, we got a high at 1276 and a low at 1145. 
We're sitting at 1167 at this moment in time, and seasonality has us getting ready to pop. Wow. That is a clue right there. I love that seasonality for forward at this time of year from the, it has it for the 12th, which was on Friday, and all the way up until the second week of next month, beautiful escalation to the upside. Ooh, gotta love it. So I think I want to buy some more Ford. Hmm. All right. All right. So I want to buy some Ford. I just got to figure out how much I want. And there you have it. Wow, we're going to do a trigger trade on Ford. Why not? We're going to look for that. 15 cent move. All right, so we're going to buy 5,000 shares at Ford at the market to open. And then we're going to sell 5,000 shares triggered by a 15 cent increase. Good to cancel. And it's off to the races. Let's see how, see what exactly happens with here. Oh, there you go. That being said, I love Ford because it's number one. It's a... <laughs> good solid company number two the stock price is lower than the market than the uh, the book value and seasonality shows it's spiking in the next two weeks mm, gotta love it anyway this is james from dividend stock talk brought to you by the 10 minute trader where i invest in dividend stocks but weekly cash flow let's see what happens and i'll catch you guys tomorrow Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.